You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Hey. We're live, aren't we? Yeah. We are live. Alive. Alive and live. Two good things, especially um, because I've got a solid topic for you. Nice. I know you're going to be into this one because it is something that you already love, and I know that. Great. So, I want you to teach us, uh, all all of the listeners and myself, about mm-hmm. peanut butter. I do love peanut butter very you much. You do. I know. And you know the one thing that I keep thinking of is the uh, the George Washington Carver, how he found yeah. all those... I, this is one of those things that, like, I feel like everybody hears the story, but I would not be surprised at all if it's untrue. That I he, don't really he invented know. all these, like, hundreds of patents with things using peanuts and peanut oil, uh-huh. and he invented all this stuff, but he didn't invent peanut butter. And it's like, how didn't he think of that? I don't know. That's don't one of those, really like, weird that stories story, that flies so around. So maybe you can get to the bottom yeah. of that. But other, otherwise, just peanut butter in general. Okay, cool. I do love peanut butter, like, so much that I don't like to keep it in the house. Yeah, I know. You don't really, uh, you don't buy it too often. Because I doesn't eat last it long. too much, yeah. Yeah, so. and maybe it's not the best thing for a body? Um, I really don't know. I guess I'll, you know, maybe learn a little bit about that too. To me, it's more like everything is okay in moderation, but maybe I can't achieve moderation with peanut butter, so I, got it. I need to just cold turkey it out of here. Okay, fair Sometimes. enough. Sometimes. I do miss Every it. once in a while, I do buy one, and it's a really fun time. Well, you know what's really good? What? And you you truly never buy this. Hmm. Like, Jif peanut butter. Just oh, creamy, like, with a ton of added sugar and yeah. added oils. Like, that is so good. Obviously, peanut butter, like, in its simplest form, is just, the. If you know, if you look at the ingredients on the back, it's just peanuts. Maybe some and salt. Maybe salt, yeah. Um, but... When yeah. you get like the good stuff, and by that I mean really the bad stuff, that, it is. See, peanut butter to me is one of those things that yes, when I first so when I was little, the only peanut butter we ever had was Jif or Skippy. I think we mostly had Jif, mm-hmm. but um, and then I you know grew up and things got healthier, and I got healthier, and I learned about natural peanut butter. Now the only peanut butter I ever eat is natural peanut butter, and when I go back and try Jif. It, it isn't even that feeling of like, oh, this is so good. It's like, this is plastic maybe? I, it doesn't taste like food to me. It it really has lost its appeal and it doesn't even taste good to me. I totally disagree. Really? I think it is by far the superior tasting uh, peanut butter. And but, I mean, I know what you mean though. It's technically not peanut butter. It's called like peanut spread or something like that because- Really? I Jiffin? think so. No, you know what? Maybe that's not true, but I think it might be- I'm or sure maybe maybe there are there. even cheaper brands than oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying Jif is cheap. It is affordable compared to like an <laughs> yeah. all natural one, but um maybe like when you go to the dollar store and it's just like that brand you've never heard of. Yeah. I think those ones are called like peanut spreads because mm-hmm. it's like yes, literally thirty percent of this by weight is like added cottonseed oil or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. it's this mm-hmm. is hardly peanuts in here. Um, but yeah, I love Jif peanut butter. All right. Well, good to know. Maybe I'll remember... get you some as a treat. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, do you remember when they came out with uh, Reese's peanut butter? Like jars no. of peanut butter that were Reese's brand? I don't. 
Yeah, I don't think Did it, it have exists chocolate anymore. in it, or it was just like supposedly the peanut butter from a Reese's cup. No, it, yeah, it was just their own brand of peanut butter. I don't, oh, no. I don't recall it having chocolate or anything like that. Maybe there was a variety that did. Do you and remember? maybe this even existed before I was born. Like I shouldn't say I remember it coming out, but I, yeah, mm. I remember seeing that on shelves. Do you remember the striped peanut butter and jelly in one jar? Yeah, goober. Oh. They still make that. I don't think I ever had I mean, that. I have not. Oof. I wasn't a jelly fan as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah, you don't like jelly. That looks rough, though. Okay, let's get into it. I'm excited to learn about peanut butter. Okay. Alrighty. Is your brain all full of peanut butter knowledge? Yes, I thought you were going to say they're full of peanut butter, and I hope not. But, you know, with all the peanut butter I've eaten in my life, I probably am a significant percentage of peanut butter. At yeah, there's point. probably some stuck in your brain somewhere. Definitely. Um, this is a really interesting topic. Good. Yeah. Why? Why? Tell us. It just it, it, ha- it lends itself to lots of fun facts. It has an interesting but not too, you know, overwhelmingly annoying history. Uh-huh. It's good. It's a good topic. Speaking nice. of which, I'm going to, I feel like in other other episodes, other topics, um, I know I feel this about myself, like sometimes I'll get very bogged down in like telling you the whole history, and this guy did this, and that guy did that. Oh, I definitely um, am guilty of that too. You know, and, yeah. and, and then after a while I'm like, this isn't the interesting part, yeah. like, because I, I feel obligated to like tell the truth or something. Um, but, so I'm going to try and, like... your background in journalism. Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to try and go through that and, uh, give a light overview more so than, like, digging deep into it. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's pretty unimportant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but here, but one thing that I think is super interesting, um, so peanut butter, as we know it today, probably is a fairly modern invention or whatever however you want to call it okay but the aztec and inca were the first people to do peanut butter you know like obviously it wasn't like a gif they were spreading on things yeah but they if you go back in history the aztec and inca like ground up peanuts into i guess some kind of paste i saw that they would mix it with um maize and make a drink out of it they did all kinds of interesting stuff because i think they made hot chocolate and stuff yeah well that's what i was thinking i know they are like early chocolate people right Mm -hmm. so they they know what it's like to (laughs) roast and grind up a yeah but yeah true you said it's not like modern jiff which for sure but it Mm -hmm. is exactly like modern organic you know all natural peanut yeah, butter where but the ingredient even is just that, peanuts right? you gotta think it goes through a food processor and turns into like a nice paste yeah true. and they were probably just mashing yeah it up, so it's still gonna be a little different but that's everyone credits that to where did peanut butter come from that's where it came from because cool. peanuts came from south america uh, come from. Oh, That's I didn't know that. I don't originated. think I've, I never pondered where they came yeah. from. Yeah, and then they spread as, you know, imperialism and stuff. As people traveled, um, peanuts spread pretty much all over the world. I think there's a lot of peanuts harvested in China now, um, in Africa, and these places, peanuts were not there So they can before. grow anywhere pretty much? I guess, yeah, but that's where they're native to. And then obviously we have peanuts here now. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just to address what we talked about in the beginning, um, and also because it it relates to what I just said, George Washington Carver, right? Yeah. So we all associate him with peanuts 
But like you said, not necessarily peanut butter. And you were right. He is not credited with inventing peanut butter. He's not like... He really has nothing to do with peanut butter. Uh Um, But he does have something to do with hundreds of other uses of peanuts. So George Washington Carver was a black scientist. And he was born in 1864. I saw that he... I saw in one place... I don't know why. I would have thought he was like much older than that even. No. I mean, much older than that, you're getting into slavery was in the United States. That's a good States point. I didn't even think about black people. Yeah, that wouldn't anything. have been possible yeah. for him to be a scientist. Yeah. Or inventor. So, yeah. So, you know. And is that, sorry, I know you're about to tell us. Hmm. No, actually, maybe you should just go on and tell us about him. Okay. Keep remember your question in I case I don't answer. Yeah. Uh, so he, I saw in one place that he was born enslaved, but like, he's like right at the cusp. That's, so. uh, was it 1864? Four. Four. Yeah. When he was born. Yeah. But was it 64, 65 when um, the Emancipation Proclamation was I, I think, know, yes. Signed it, or it was right whatever. around that. So 64, 65. So right either at way, the he's end. right on the cusp. Yes. Um, but so he was born in the South and then he. Um, he traveled, he became educated, um, and he became, uh, he studied botany and he became a scientist and he's incredibly highly regarded, very, very smart man. And, um, he traveled back. I don't know, I guess I don't know if he lived there, but like he very much dedicated himself to, um, helping the situation of black Americans who are now newly freed, but are still, having a really difficult time and um one of the things that was kind of plaguing everyone in the south white and black farmers was that you know cotton obviously there's huge cotton industry Uh and all of that growing of cotton had depleted the soil so farmers white and black alike it sounds like were having a difficult time their their cotton yields were were getting worse and worse and worse and he and they probably maybe don't know why or whatever uh-huh. but he realizes that it's because their their soil is being stripped of all its nutrients so he is really credited with like um i mean i think this is like an ancient practice but instituting it here uh, with um crop rotation saying okay. you got to plant something other than cotton so to balance out, you know, cotton probably uses certain nutrients yeah. and depletes others, and then a different kind of crop. But the, you're would leaving the all these other nutrients in there that are yeah. good for something else, maybe peanuts. Exactly. So peanuts is one of the. It was probably it said peanuts and sweet potatoes, but it seems like peanuts is like the main thing that he really said. Hey, grow peanuts, and yeah. and it really worked. Like if you started switching off peanuts and cotton. Every everything grew. Everything grew really well. That's the peanuts cool. grew well. The cotton grew really well. So, by telling people to do this, he now created a surplus of peanuts. Kind uh-huh. of, you know, all yeah. of a sudden we have all these peanuts, and it's like, well, they're like, okay. great. Thanks for telling us to grow this thing that's yeah. now worthless. Well, yeah, because at that time, like, we didn't have a lot of peanuts, so we didn't have a lot of use for peanuts. So that's kind of what spurred his whole coming up with hundreds of uses of peanuts because he's like, Dang. well, I told you guys to make all these peanuts, so I guess I, I better he, tell you what to do with them. Yeah, I wonder if he was doing that out of, like, guilt, like he felt responsible, or if so. it was more like he saw it as an opportunity, yeah. like, wow, we have all these peanuts now, let's figure out And I think he them. also had a passion, it seems like he had a passion for peanuts and, he, and everything he was presenting. I mean, I saw it's like, uh, from, like, chili oil 
to um, g- uh, other edible products like oils, but also glue. I mean, there was all kinds of things that he was sh- saying you could use peanuts in. Uh-huh. So I think he really was he was honest in his in his presentation of like, there's a million uses for peanuts. And right, you should use them. But so and yeah, I patented them all. Now go grow. <laughs> so he. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how he fits into this story. He didn't have anything to do with peanut butter, but he definitely had a lot to do with the rise of the peanut in America. Okay. And a really cool dude. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, people clown him for not inventing peanut butter, but was th- is that because peanut butter was already a commodity at the time and there was no need to invent it because it was no, already around? Or... It doesn't really seem that way. So, like, in 18 or, let's say, 1900, you know, when he's... 35 years old and i'm mm-hmm. sure doing the, the most of this work was there could well, you buy peanut butter in america actually yeah by then you could so i guess i i didn't see it put that way anywhere that it was like well peanut butter is already a thing so he didn't need to invent it but to your question by 1900 yeah peanut butter is is around okay. so it could be a little combination of both okay yeah um also in a way if peanut butter is just grinding up peanuts it's like well, maybe that's, that's too basic for him yeah <laughs> and and that's even what i mean of like i don't know maybe it's not available for purchase in every store but maybe it's just like like you said it's so basic maybe it's something that everyone knows you can do like it's almost like uh i, don't, I can't really think of a good analogy but it's like well why would you even bother to to produce and sell that everybody has access to peanuts and if they want peanut butter they just grind them themselves why would they buy it already you know like i didn't know if it was one of those things or what i don't think so because obviously that's true today too and yet here we are buying all this peanut butter yeah but uh, so much it's so different i mean people didn't have sliced bread back then you know sliced bread factors into the story get out of town it totally does so so this is where I'm not going to get too in-depth and stuff because, first of all, we're dealing with what we always always come across, which is four different people claim that they invented peanut butter. And at the end of the day, no offense to any of them, but, like, who really cares? <laughs> yeah. Know. Like, it matters to them, obviously, but it, peanut butter got invented. There's a guy in um, Canada who maybe had invented it first there's like a woman in upstate new york who made at the end again when it's something like this that's like peanut butter is just ground up peanuts no one invented that that's just peanut you know it's not it's not something to be invented in in a way i agree with you and i even go one step further when it's things like uh potato chips or like the Mm -hmm. chocolate chip cookie where it's like toll house you know like they invented the chocolate chip cookie at toll house which i guess was like an inn or something Mm -hmm. like that and it's like she this woman put a put in broken up chocolate in the cookie thinking it would melt and make like a brown chocolate cookie but Mm -hmm. it turned out to be like chocolate chip and it's just like okay cool story i believe that happened but like that was in, you know, I don't remember what year it was, but it's like 1895. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're telling yeah. me before 1895 no we had chocolate and had been baking cookies for hundreds of years and no one ever put them. Like, it's just like, come on. Yeah. You yeah. didn't invent I, it right then and there. You, I agree. You made it popular yeah. for sure and kudos to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's kind of the same thing with peanuts. It's like, you didn't invent it. Yeah. People have been grinding up peanuts for however, yeah. whenever the Aztecs were. Exactly. Whenever exactly. Whenever that was. But so the main person who we cite in this country as quote unquote inventing peanut butter is John Harvey Kellogg of Kellogg's. Mm-hmm. The cereal. I did people. not know that. Mm-hmm. So he, and this. Nicknamed I, Skippy. 
<laughs> no, not quite. Um, so this, I think, is interesting because he he did file a patent for it in 1895. So that's that's approximately where we're at. Okay. Where he's filing a patent in 1895, um, and he and it's for a food compound that involves boiling nuts, peanuts. I guess maybe it was any nuts because I know he experimented with peanuts and almonds. Um, but basically boiling nuts and grinding them into a paste. And um, he made them specifically – he was a he was a doctor as well. And he – I guess he owned or worked at um, a, a place called Battle Creek Sanitarium, which was – they it, it was called a spa for many ailments. It seemed uh-huh. like a place where if you're really rich and you have some issues, you can go there and be taken care of. Um, and I thought this was really interesting because he he made it for people who couldn't chew well. So oh, either you don't that. have teeth yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. That I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know, isn't it? That's I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. That's where it came from. If you can't chew, but you still need to get nutrients, protein, fat in you, this is a great way to do that. So mm. that's really where it started for him for his purposes. It was for people who couldn't chew. Um, and then he kind of quickly, I think I think similar to what I was saying about George Washington Carver, I think he really did become passionate about peanut butter and he endorsed it as um, part of a plant-based diet, as like a healthy alternative to eating meat. Um, he thought meat was a digestive irritant and worse, a sinful sexual stimulant. Oh, so dear. we really wanted to avoid it. But so, um, so yeah, it, and isn't that interesting that it started, so I think because, probably because it was not super accessible, it started in this spa. Peanut butter was a uh, delicacy for the wealthy in, in the beginning. That's weird. I would not have guessed that. I would, yeah. especially when you're talking about people are growing it like crazy in the South and probably more than we really need. It's like you'd think yeah. it'd be cheap. Well, maybe it was cheap even, but it wasn't, like, super accessible. I don't know. But, like, in the beginning, they made um, sandwiches with watercress and pimento and peanut butter. That was, like, a Ugh. common... I know. It sounds pretty disgusting. It sounds very disgusting. Mm-hmm. With watercress, is, it's, like, a, a green, right? It's, like, yeah. a leafy, mm-hmm. like, a lettuce. Yes. Um, and then pimento are, like, little peppers. Yeah. I only know them from inside of green That's olives. very gross. It does sound really gross. But, you know, when you're rich, you have to make things fancy. Sure. So, um, so again, not to get too deep into everything but peanut butter is delicacy um then an employee at kellogg's um his name is joseph lambert he uh invented machinery to make to scale this production of peanut butter essentially uh and then he is he went on made it and he became the skippy guy actually oh Which no is way why when you said that earlier i was like hmm, not quite oh that's crazy so yeah. did, did kellogg ever make a um like a market a peanut butter i guess the way the skippy guy went on to i guess i'm not sure he was an employee uh, i mean i don't know maybe there's a or a were they just selling it there. to you know hospitals and yeah people I'm, who I'm not positive chew. if kellogg's um marketed it on a broad scale like i'm sure that. they do now i'm sure they own one of those brands probably so um so what re- so you know peanut butter's coming up doing its thing becoming a little bit popular i saw that um because as it becomes more popular it is cheap right it's a cheap 
thing to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the in the nineteen twenties, I think nineteen twenty five. Uh, <laughs> sliced bread came out. <laughs> like, literally, sliced bread became a thing. So, in the Great Depression, peanut butter kind of started to take off a little bit because it was a cheap thing. You could eat it. It was very filling. And now there's sliced bread. You can slab it on. So, that all worked out. But the the biggest thing that made peanut butter become really popular was actually... Uh, World War One was it World War One or World War Two? I think both, but it became something that when they went away to war, peanut butter is fairly shelf stable. Like we said, it's very filling. Mm. Um, it's pretty nutritious. It has a Doesn't high need to be caloric like refrigerated content, and fat. Stuff like that. Yeah, and so it became a staple in um, meal packets. Yeah, or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. For men off to war, and when they came back. They liked it, and so they kept up with it and kept eating it, and that's what really made it popular. We talked about something else that was like that, right? Where it was like, man, if you can just get in... Was it spam? Yeah, yeah, it was spam. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. So you said it was... You weren't sure if it was World War One or Two. Well, probably Two, right? Because didn't when did that skippy guy go off on his own? Wasn't that like in the 20s, you said? Um, or am I wrong? It might have been a bit later than that, but um. So it probably wasn't World War One that they were sending everyone off with. Yeah, jars. I guess so. Also, because um, I actually I I mixed up that Skippy guy. There's another guy who shows up, Joseph Rosafield. Um, and so what we know about natural peanut butter, what makes natural peanut butter different than? Jif, when you think about them. Like, what's, like, the most basic thing? You have to stir it? Yes, right? Because natural peanut butter separates. So when you open it, there's, like, this layer of oil on top, which isn't a huge deal, but maybe would be nice if it wasn't happening, Mm -hmm. especially, I guess, if you're you're at war and things are a little bit complicated. Yeah, definitely then. So this guy, Joseph Rosafield, he filed a patent for a chemical process called partial hydrogenation, to apply it to peanut butter, which I don't know how this works. We've heard, we've all heard of it, but basically it makes it so the oil, which is normally liquid at room temperature, uh, stays solid. It's the same kind of thing that makes Crisco be Crisco. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about it other than uh, that apparently partially hydrogenated oils are like extremely bad for you yeah yeah they're not good yeah well because they're and that's all i know is that they're bad for you i don't know like why or what but i don't i don't remember exactly why either i you know obviously it's like kind of scientific as to why they're bad for you (laughs) but um but yeah it it made it more marketable Uh as we even see today right why do people prefer jiff to natural peanut butter because natural peanut butter is kind of messy and kind of, I mean, there's other reasons Way too, grosser. which include also, <laughs> sugar. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so that made it more shelf stable, and that kind of really allowed it to like skyrocket. So then, in the in World War II, certainly, uh, Roosevelt founded Skippy. Um, it was a oh, different okay, Joseph, and uh, and so in World War II, tins of Skippy were sent overseas Dang. with the soldiers. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is. So um, today, U.S. the you know the food regulations require that if you're going to be called peanut butter, I know you talked about this in the intro, 
to be called peanut butter, you need to have 90% peanuts. 90% okay. of that product must be peanuts. And if you're if you don't have that, it is called peanuts bread. So Right. Not saying that there isn't stuff out there that is less than 90% peanuts. There certainly is. But it will be called peanuts bread. Right, right. And and like you said, if it's uh, if it's peanuts bread, that's probably a lot of um, oils, emulsifiers, sugar, things like that. Which also exist in things called peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But they just have to only be 10%. Right. Yeah, you have to look out for stuff like that now. Like... Uh, Ice cream is the same way. Like, mm. I, oh, I remember yeah. we were what talking about this recently, like frozen dairy dessert. <laughs> so, like, even yeah. when you're buying like huge brands of ice cream, not I mean, not I don't think like Ben and Jerry's and Haagen Dazs. Like, no. I think I don't think those are guilty of this. Yeah. But when you get into like, you know, those cartons that are like Oreo blasted, and you look at it, and they don't say ice cream anywhere on there. In fact, on the bottom, right where it says like the weight of the container, it'll say frozen dairy dessert. And I think it's the same thing because it's like. It, the the percent of milk fat in that has dropped so low because they're just pumping it full of sugar and yeah. all this other added stuff, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, that it's like, it's this is legally, literally not ice cream anymore. Sure, mm-hmm. it's frozen and it kind of tastes like ice cream, but like it's not ice cream. Yeah. So they yeah. have to make that distinction. And the, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff like that. I know. One of the, a really famous Supreme Court case um, that you study in law school that is like, Famous for another reason, but it's about filled milk. And this is in the 19, I don't know, somewhere from the 1910s, the 1930s. Um, and it's just like, so back then that we had no regulations, no nothing. And so this was right when that all kind of started because of companies like this that were, the fi- milk was filled with like oil. Ugh, and it was just so ma- gross. It was so gross, right? I remember reading this and being like, "Is this a joke? Like, who would do this?" But then when you hear this, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like peanut, it's so gross to be like, "Let's grind up all these peanuts," but then let's add a bunch of weird oil to it just to like thin it out and make it cheaper for us. Yeah, it's just gross. So this There's has a, been going on. Another one is uh, chocolate. Like if you see like the yeah. you know, like the really really cheap chocolate mm-hmm. again at like the dollar store, it's like a brand you've never heard of, and it's yeah. a heart-shaped box that has like 15 pieces in it for a dollar like promise you you look at the package and it says you know it'll say chocolate really big on the front and then really small under it it'll say flavored candy yeah like and it'll look like chocolate and it might taste kind of like like bad chocolate (laughs) you know like it's it's not a chocolate flavored candy like like a i don't know it's like a hard candy that's flavored like chocolate. it's not that it's posing as chocolate but like legally they're not allowed to call it chocolate because it's not the same that is the same to me i feel like whenever i have something like that i feel like oh i think i'm eating chocolate flavored plastic like it just doesn't (laughs) taste real yeah practically are um so another thing i looked up because because i wanted to know is the peanut butter and jelly sandwich like where did that come from it's such a staple and there was um a woman put in a uh cookbook i guess a recipe for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich back in 1901 she was suggesting to use currant or crab apple jelly so that everyone cited that counts yeah first time um and so she has you some know, weird jelly choices, but Weird jelly whatever. choices, but so so she did suggest it way back then, but I saw that the, what people seem to attribute to the real rise of it was, again, in World War II, um, 
the the soldiers were provided with peanut butter and with jelly in their rations rations and they started mixing them on a sandwich and that and they realized it tasted better i think peanut butter wasn't super delicious back then and so this made it more palatable also whatever their packaging was i'm sure was inferior to what we have today in terms of like uh, it was probably coming in like a tuna can, you know, yeah, where it's like it's yeah. going to get dried out Definitely. or weird or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's cool. I, yeah, yeah. That's so it was also an invention uh, out of World War Two. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But um, it just kind of seems like after wherever it started from, it's it's kind of obvious, like it tastes good. Yeah. And it's pretty cheap and it's filling. And it's now that we have sliced bread, it's super easy to make. Kids can even make it themselves. Well, and probably the biggest factor is that kids enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, so that's going to stick yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so that's pretty much the history of peanut butter. Um, some, all the rest of everything is almost just like a million fun facts. So Ooh, I'll just tell I'm you all of them. For it. Um, I don't really remember this, but, but in 2008 and 2009, there was a really bad salmonella outbreak in peanut butter. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I mean, I don't I, it sounds it. like something that I definitely believe has happened, but no, I don't remember it being... I remember it deal. with lettuce. Yeah. It keeps happening with lettuce and stuff. Yeah, but I don't Romaine remember this. Stuff. But over 700 people got sick and nine people died. Dang, from, from what this. brand? Uh, who was it? I forget. It must have been like a major brand, though, right? I think so. The C- the CEO of the. Was that I thought, in America, you're yeah. saying? And I thought it was interesting because, you know, I'm all into the legal stuff and there's a whole aspect of strict liability with products where. It doesn't matter if it was completely not your fault. You're still liable for selling people salmonella-laced peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you took all reasonable care, mm-hmm. that's the point of strict liability. But then this guy, he was warned that the containers were covered in dust and rat feces and that there were no results of the oh. salmonella test. And he responded, they must have it in writing because it's like a quote. It said, um, just ship it. I can't f- afford to lose another customer. So this is like gross Dang, negligence. Yeah, like he yeah. knew that this was a problem. Anyway, that was interesting to me. But uh, also And he went to prison for Whoa. 28 years. <laughs> yeah. So, because he kills people. Dang, Nine yeah, people died. so he's still in prison. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I guess he is. That, you said like 08, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Um. So, another fun fact, I I, I pulled this one because it, it applied to my own life. Um, why is peanut butter so addictive (laughs) why is it such a why is it hard to stop eating basically the bottom of it why so it's partly because it's an almost perfect combination of salty sweet and fat so Mm. eating eating peanut butter is releases dopamine so because all those things release dopamine Uh and then part of so that's number one reason and number two yeah is um since you don't need to chew it i guess it's like things that you that require less chewing aren't as filling in the sense i guess like of 
you're not as satisfied. Your body isn't as satisfied. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's if you're like, not like working at it and chowing down and you're just like eating peanut butter, it 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 doesn't like give you those cues to stop as Yeah. Much. Well, there's that 30 Rock joke um, where... What? Remember uh, Jenna, I can't remember what she says, but chews on something to trick ice? her brain. <laughs> I don't think it's ice. That's That was my first impulse, but I was like, no, I think it's like a cotton ball or something like that. Like she says, uh, like, she chews on something to, to trick to her brain, trick her brain into full. thinking that she's full because it's like that the idea of like... By chewing, your brain is like, oh, okay, we must be getting some some food in our stomach. So even though it's not getting there, your brain is thinking that it's full. And I mean, that's like the opposite of what you're saying where you're not chewing it. So even though you are taking in 800 calories, your brain's like, we haven't chewed. What are you yeah. talking about? There's food in mm-hmm. our stomach. Like, no, there's not. We're still we're still hungry. Yeah, definitely. I wish so. I could remember what she says she chews because I'm pretty sure it's something. I mean, everything's funny on that show. But it's something yeah, I funny. Don't remember. It's like an eraser or something like that. <laughs> That's very silly. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Plumpy Nut? Yeah. That's this uh, peanut butter based product. Yeah. That is used to fight malnutrition, mainly in, in like, children. In like third world countries, in, right? In famine stricken y- countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where that's the only food they might get, yeah. sort of place, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. It's, um, and it can be unrefrigerated for years it doesn't require any cooking or preparation or anything and i think it's um cited as you know a pretty great invention yeah yeah for that purpose yeah i have heard of that that's cool um i yeah i think it has just like a ton of sugar and a ton of fat like it's for people who are like you said on the brink of starving to death if they don't get any food children yeah yeah but yeah so that's a good positive thing um speaking of the calorie content of peanut butter so i think we all are kind of aware that peanut butter is very high in cal it's like very dense Mm -hmm. very dense food um you want to know partially why do you know how many peanuts it takes to make a 12 ounce jar of peanut butter oh boy um i mean i have no idea okay let me i could guess but i don't want to be terribly off 540 peanuts Oh, okay. That seems jar. that seems reasonable. That's a cool number to know, but I didn't know if you're going to say like seven thousand peanuts. <laughs> no, but that would they, be insane. Yeah, that would yeah. be insane. And also, then imagine every scoop of peanut butter you take out. Think how many peanuts that is. It's a ton of right, peanuts. right. So that's why there's so many calories in it. Because if you think of like how many peanuts you're actually consuming, yeah, it'd be like if you're just like shoving handfuls <laughs> of peanuts in your mouth. So it's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, because that's really com- like that's condensed. If you filled a jar with peanuts, I don't yeah. think it'd be 540. No, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact that kind of is straying off, but um. It takes about five gallons of water to make an ounce of shelled peanuts. What? Uh, that's a lot, but that... you know how much it takes to make an ounce of shelled almonds? Uh, no, way Almost more. Almost 80 gallons Whoa. of water. Yeah. Remember, we learned that at some point. Yes, I remember that being droughts. like a California thing. Yeah, yeah. with the drought. Because they I grow a lot of almonds stopped, in California. Yeah. We like stopped buying almonds milk at that time basically never started again uh that's crazy yeah is that way 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 off from other crops i mean i would imagine it takes longer to grow a peanut or an almond than it does a tomato or lettuce just because i know those things kind of grow like weeds but like 
I, I, yeah, I wish we had a reference yeah, point of like how many know. gallons of water for a pound of tomatoes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that it's got to be a lot, a though. It's got to yeah, be a ton. They made a big deal about the almonds, so it's got to be a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another fun fact peanuts are not nuts. They are they legumes. They are legumes, yeah. Which is like a bean, right? Yeah, because they come in a little pod, like a shell. That's why they're called peanuts, because they're like peas. Wow, I never even thought of that. Neither did I, and I learned it. That's cool. Uh, So that little shell they come in, they come in twos, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, two peanuts in a little shell. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Is that that shell hard, like when it's, uh, what am I trying to say, raw? Like, on Um, still on the vine? Is it, is it? hard and woody well, like it is when it, you get it in the Here's the bag. number one thing. It's not on the vine. Peanuts grow underground. I think I did know nuts, that, yeah. Which is, I think sometimes why you hear that distinction of like tree nuts. Oh, okay, yeah. And a peanut like is not a tree nut. Tree nuts. Yeah, because it grow. it's like a potato yeah. more so than a tree I think nut. I can picture seeing someone like, a video yeah. of someone like pulling out a clump and it's a bunch of dirty peanuts yeah, hanging from it. Yeah, interesting, right? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. now I can picture it. It does. It kind of looks the same. Let's see. We're pretty much getting to the end. A um, couple more fun facts. Um, two COVID-related fun facts about peanut butter. What could this be? Number one, in March 2020, so this is like right when COVID starts. This is when everyone was like purchasing like maniacs. Mm-hmm. Um, retail sales of peanut butter increased by 75% over the year before. I'm shocked it's not way more, to be honest, just because everything got bought up. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, you couldn't find a jar of peanut butter anywhere. How is it not That's probably why it wasn't higher, because there was none to be bought. Yeah, may- yeah honestly, maybe that's, that's a reasonable excuse. Um, and then this, I thought, was really kind of funny. Um, so, obviously, in the beginning of COVID, not so much now, I don't think, um, it was one of the biggest signs of having COVID was losing your sense of taste and smell. Um, and a doctor from Yale specifically used, like, told people to use peanut butter as their smell test because everyone knows the smell of peanut butter. It's a pungent smell, and most people have peanut butter in their house. So if you're home and you're wondering if you have COVID, it was like, grab your jar of peanut butter and smell it and see if you can smell And if you can't smell the peanut butter... Sorry, you probably have going. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to say that's the dumbest thing. I think. Why? <laughs> Peanut butter specifically? How about anything? Everything yeah. has a smell. A no, candle, but, ketchup. Like, but what do you have? Wine. That you and know, everyone has. It's easy to just. Everyone doesn't have peanut butter. It. Everyone has something. Why not just say smell something in your house? And if you can't smell it, three quarters of households in America have a jar. Of okay, peanut butter I stand in there. corrected. Ours, sadly, is not one of them. I know. But I don't know. That, to me, is like, what? That's just, that's the, that's very dumb and All right. I thought it was a fun fact, but whatever. It's a fun fact. Hmm. It's a fun fact. All right. In this century, the average American kid eats about... Wait, this century? <laughs> what is this study? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's saying, uh... This is not true of the 1800s or even the 1900s. Like, it's uh, this century. Okay, okay. Um, the average American kid eats 1,500 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before they graduate from high school. That is way too many. 
Were you close to that? Maybe. I don't think I was anywhere. Well, first of all, as you we discussed. You don't like jelly. I know, but I did used to eat peanut butter sandwiches a lot as a kid. But like, would you say 1500? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, you know what? That's probably. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm over that, but that's not so crazy. That's like just three about a week for 10 kid. years. That's not that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some kids probably eat it every day. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Especially like I know when in you're a child. school, like f- my entire from kindergarten to graduation, like peanut butter and jelly was always an option. I would imagine Although, it's like that in a lot of schools. Now it's actually becoming less so because of peanut allergies. You know, there's some schools where you're not allowed to have peanut butter and jelly. Why are we getting to the bottom of that peanut allergies? Where'd that come from? I don't know. That was not part of my research. <laughs> Isn't that weird though? Like peanut, like I don't know. Every school 30 years ago had peanut butter and jelly, and now it's there's such a bad epidemic of kids having peanut allergies. Like, did something change? Are there more kids with allergies now? Yeah, I don't know. This is a whole nother subject. I can't just, like, guess about it. I have some thoughts, but I don't know if any of them are true. Well, this is a perfect place to share untrue things, Catherine. No, it's not. I don't know. More people do have peanut allergies, though, now. I do know that. And it's threatening the n- average number of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that children eat. Oh, man. Which is yeah, probably really... a good thing because they're not that good for you. Yeah, that's true. Although, it does sound pretty good right now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I wish. Thankfully, I am not allergic to peanuts. Yeah. If you're either. allergic to peanuts, are you allergic to almonds necessarily? I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. Okay. I think some people are specifically allergic to peanuts. Because almond butter is pretty dang good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah. Although that whole water discrepancy now makes me feel bad, but what are you going to do? There's always something wrong with everything. Yeah, because if there's 540 peanuts in a jar, there's yeah. God knows how many almonds in a jar. And it took one billion gallons of water to make that almond butter. That's crazy. Yeah. It gets extreme. All right. All right. That was fun, right? Yeah, that was a great one. Okay. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinutexpertPodcast, that's 30MinutexpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.